and welcome to this episode of Der Ausblick, where today we take a look at Bayern's matchup against Usta FC Union Berlin. Bayern will be taking a trip up to Kupenik this weekend to uh, take on the uh, Iron Union themselves, uh, who seem to be a little weakened right now. I'm joined uh, to talk about that by Tom Adams. Tom, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm just coming off of about a one-hour bender of catching up on highlights from the Bundesliga last weekend as well as the Champions League and Europa League this week. So I feel like I've just condensed hours worth of matches into a short period of time, but uh, nonetheless ready to talk about a a Bayern win and preview this weekend. Not at all what I expected when I heard you say that you went on a bender. But anyways, Bayern Munich will be taking on an Union Berlin side that is missing two key players. The first one that we are going to talk about is the man who is suspended for this match, uh, Robert Andrich. Uh, he went off uh, in the 23rd minute of the Berlin Derby last weekend uh, with this red card on this horror tackle. He went flying through the air, studs up into the face of a Hertha player trying to challenge for the ball, almost similar to Thomas Müller's red card that left him out for the first leg of the Liverpool round of 16 game a couple of years ago when he kind of left his boot up in that last group stage game against Ajax. So it's very similar to that. Uh, Andrik is one of probably the more important players in that midfield four that Union like to run, they like to run a 3-4-1-2, and he's kind of pivotal to that, uh, Tom. How important is he to Union's system? Jake, Jake, he's an absolutely vital player, and I've been very impressed with him over the course of this season. And as you mentioned, that horror challenge that was very Thomas Muller Karate Kid-esque from a few seasons ago against Ajax. I mean, unfortunately, that came at a terrible time for Union as they were actually up 1-0 on Hertha Berlin in the Berlin Derby, and that straight red honestly completely changed the complexion of that match, and they wound up losing Uh, 3-1, but especially with their next match against Bayern. Jake, as you mentioned, the walking wounded. We'll get into that, but they've got quite a few people out. You know, Urs Fischer is going to have to reconfigure this side, and, you know, he oftentimes likes to use that back three with uh, Christopher Lentz and Trimmel on either side as the wingbacks. He's going to have to perhaps reconfigure. Maybe he wants to go five at the back, uh, straight five, or five in the midfield. He might have to look for either guys like Nico Geiselman, um, as you had mentioned, or perhaps even Sebastian Griesbeck, bet whether he wants to go with five at the back or five in the midfield. But losing a guy like him is not something that you'd want to have happen when uh, you're going to play host to Bayern Munich at the weekend. You talked about the walking wounded. There are currently four players that are on the injured list. Most of them, I think, are doubtful to be playing for Bayern. Uh, you got Christian Gentner in the midfield. So already down a midfielder with only... Uh, four technically like midfield first-minded players on the roster. It leaves you pretty much only with Grisha Prümel and Sebastian Griesbeck, as you mentioned. And then up front, they're just having a terrible time. They have Finnish striker Joel Pohanpolo, Anthony Uya out, and... The biggest name that is injured for them is Max Kruse. He has been absolutely fantastic for this Union team 
coming into this game, six goals from 10 matches. He had a really, really bad injury in that Hertha game. He is not going to be able to play for this team. So we look at this roster that they have left. Who do they have up top that you're looking to start uh, over Max Cruza for this game? Well, I, I've watched a decent amount of uh, Taiwo Awonyi, who I actually know because he used to be on uh, Liverpool's books at, at one period of time. Um, you know, in, in the few matches that I've seen him involved, I've been very impressed with his pace, you know, his ability to kind of work on the counterattack for Union Berlin. And let's be honest, that's probably what they're going to have to employ a lot of times uh, this weekend against Bayern Munich. But jokingly, you know, I'm also thinking about Geraldo Becker. He's one of those uh, differential guys I had on my fantasy team who was a really cheap value coming into the season and got a lot of appearances in the beginning of the season, actually. And of course, his one goal and two assists both came uh, in matches where I did not play him, so I'm a little bit frustrated with that, but uh, I think he'll be another guy in addition to perhaps even Marius Butler out on the wing uh, that Urs Fischer will use to or look to utilize uh, against Bayern because without the main man, as you said, Max Kruse, for an extended period of time, it's they might find goals hard to come by, and he's going to be a huge miss. So uh, guys like Awonyi, as I mentioned, Geraldo Becker, Marius Butler are really, really going to have to step up, and they're going to have to find goals from elsewhere. In that previous game against Hertha, uh, Wonyi was one of the two uh, strikers that they had at the top there. Uh, his his replacement was Sebastian Griesbeck, but I believe that came later on in the game because Griesbeck for Awoni is not really a good one-for-one -one shout. One person that I look to that they might be uh, looking to bring forth is a person that they brought in from Schalke earlier this summer, Cedric Toucher. Uh, I'm also looking at Tim Masajewski as well uh, in order to supply some attacking power. Now let's look at Bayern. Bayern came off of a nice 2-0 win against Lokomotiv Moscow. Arguably the best defensive performance that they've had throughout the entirety of the UEFA Champions League, and I don't know if that's because they were playing down to poor competition or because they may have finally gotten it together. It was the return of Alfonso Davies with Jerome Boateng and Nicolas Zula in the center back positions and then Bounassar at right back. Bounassar is coming off of his best game in a while. Tom Going into this game, is there anything that you change? Keeping in mind that they have this midweek matchup coming up against Wolfsburg, do you make any changes along those lines? Well, Jake, it's funny you mentioned that. I mean, and we did, for all intents and purposes, have a pretty solid defensive performance. Obviously, Lokomotiv Moscow, no discredit to them. They're a bit different of a, uh, a beast than RB Leipzig, as we saw uh, last weekend in the 3 3 draw, but. You know, I remember joking with Chuck saying that uh, he just wants Buonasar to be the star man of Bayern Munich. Obviously, we know that's not the case. But all things considered, with him slotting in at right back and seeing Alfonso Davies back for the first time in, uh, I believe, over like a month and a half since he injured his ankle against Eintracht Frankfurt. I mean, when you think about those two things, we did pretty well for a, for a back line that has not played with each other for a very long time. And uh, both Boateng and Niklas Zula showed some better understanding than they did against RB Leipzig, you know, especially as you um, had discussed on your post-match post post episode, Jake, uh, about the misunderstanding between Boateng and Niklas Zula for Emil Forsberg's goal uh, in that Leipzig match. But if I'm Hansi Flick, you know, with everyone fully fit and healthy, we do have that uh, very tricky clash against Wolfsburg. 
midweek just before the winter pause after this one. But I don't think he's going to start Davies and Buanasar again. Realistically, I think he might bring back Alaba, uh, Luca Hernandez, and Benjamin Pavard. Pavard, obviously, at the right-back position. I'm just unsure whether or not he's going to go with Boateng and Nicolas Zula for a third consecutive match, or if he's going to bring on uh, Alaba at one of the center-back spots and then Luca Hernandez at left-back. Because let's remember, Davies has not played. This is the first time he's played in, in a long time. So I think naturally with a fully fit Luca Hernandez, he'll he'll slot back into that left-back spot if Alaba um, goes back to one of those center-back spots. And if I recall correctly, I just remember seeing like Boateng. I don't know if it was because of a slight injury uh, yesterday at the time we are recording or if he was just like very peeved to have come off, but he did not look happy, Jake. I don't know if you uh, recall or remember seeing that as well, but it'll be interesting to see who slots in at center back. I'm assuming it's going to be perhaps Zula uh, and, and Alaba based on current form, but we'll see. I mean, Flick has to make those decisions, but I don't think Davies and Buonasar are going to be starting this one in the back. My hope is that Davies can start this one in the back. It just seemed that this defense looked a lot better with him back in the squad. I don't know if that's just me taking a look at it. Uh, let's get a quick final score prediction. Union are currently sitting uh, sixth in the table, so this is a fun matchup. Um, but given the fact that they have a number of people injured, I'm going to say 4-1, especially considering that their starting goalkeeper might be uh, Liverpool legend Loris Karius. Oh, I don't need reminding about Loris Karius. Just horrible memories of Kiev and 2019 but with that said Jake just as you mentioned with the attacking injuries and especially the red card suspension to Andrik I think this all just works in Byron's favor and I can actually picture uh, Mr. Manuel Neuer goalkeeper registering another clean sheet I'm going to go 3-0 Byron Munich Lewandowski's back in the lineup why not give him a brace for this one and then uh, Hansi Flick will start pulling some of our guys in the second half to rest him up for uh that Wolfsburg midweek clash. So next week is going to be our final week of fixtures coverage. We have that midweek game against Wolfsburg, as we mentioned, and then the final Bundesliga game of the 2020 calendar year is against Bayer Leverkusen on next Saturday. So with all that being said, Thank you all for listening. Please be sure to like, rate, share, subscribe, and download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your quality audio content. Follow us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks, at Jefferson Fenner, and at TommyAdams71. And until next con- until next time when we, I don't know, recap this game and I guess look forward to the next one against Wolfsburg, we will see you all later. Auf Wiedersehen.